Wait, what are you doing? Do not change the station. We still have a lot to transmit here at Papa Youth Radio. Follow us on Tumblr or Twitter at Papa Youth Radio for more crazy stuff. Lumpin' Radio! Lumpin' Radio! <laughs> this is Dog Crappy Second Times Day Condom Party, recorded live on Friday, February 10th, 2017, at the National Museum of Mexican Art. Hey guys, you are listening to Papa Youth Radio live from at the National Museum of Mexican Art and today we have um, a guest speaker and they're from the Mikpa Challenge Teen Health Council. We have Ramen, Max, and Steven Rosado. <laughs> so can you, can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, about the organization? Sure, I'll, tell, I'll talk about the organization. I'll let Rame and Max talk about some of the things that they do um, on the Health Council. So, Mikva Challenge is an organization that was founded under the premise that young people, like all the people here in attendance today, are experts about what's going on in their communities, in their schools, where they live, etc. You all know more than anybody um, what the situations are that you're dealing with, what are the challenges, and most, most importantly, you all know how to solve those challenges. Uh, so, Mikva Challenge really believes and harnessing the expertise of young people and working with young people uh, to, to solve these different issues around um, things related to juvenile justice, employment, education, access to technology, and of course health. Um, and we split our students into different cohort models depending on their interests. Um, Max and Rame are two students that are in the Health Council. Um, how everyone doing today? So um, <laughs> my name is Rame and I am one of the, the most empowering group of them all, which is the Teen Health Council. And throughout the Teen Health Council, we focus on what Steven said earlier about the, the issues that we all face every single day and come up with solutions that kind of help out with other people and kind of come up with solutions that can benefit other people and, and just think about the issues and how does it affect our economy, how does it affect the, the mental mentality of other people and see that there is a solution to those issues and throughout the Teen Health Council we did a lot of focus groups we did a lot of research like tons of research that's like our number one priority is research and we make the youth voice speaks louder than just actions they, we put a lot of work into our stuff so it's it's very like dedication more than just a, a job uh, hey, my name is Max, and uh, like Ramay said, we just like work to make a uh, better problem or to better problems so that it's like we can erase them and, you know, help find a solution to certain things. Like, because I know the, over the whole summer, we come up, we came up with ideas to uh, combat certain situations that we were talking about during these meetings that we did, and we actually had a meeting with community partners and such things. And as of right now, we're actually taking steps to put these things into, uh, into action. action. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, to just get rid of this, you know, get rid of these problems so we can move on to better things, so we can help improve other things. Okay. So since you guys are talking about improving um, things in the community, what are the, let's say, what are your first three top goals to uh, improve in the community? So the main goal that I consider to be number one is the mental 
the, the stigma around mental health and okay. how the how do people view mental health and and it makes it seems like mental health is one of those like psycho crazy little yeah. standout type of thing yeah. and that's like number one to me because a lot of people like we don't see that they have mental health and and they need some type of support to kind of go through this mental issue that they face in so that's one of the goals that I consider um, the second one is um, the support with the uh, with the students in the in the schools and seeing that they are like like if you see these schools like on the south and west side of the uh, um, Chicago area there are more security guards than than counselors and that actually does a lot of effects on to students academics um, behavior and and towards their grading skills uh, and also relationships amongst the students and teachers and. Um, a third one I will say is the um, it's the researches and um, the resources that's available in our community as well, because a lot of communities we they lack certain sources that they they need the most, yeah. like they need to survive off that specific source, but they don't have it. Mm -hmm. So being able to kind of research into these neighborhoods and communities and see what are those res the, the sources that's been missing that kind of complete that neighborhood, add it to it, and make that neighborhood much better than what it is. Okay, thank you. Sort of like what Rame said about uh, like giving them these resources, I would say like focus on education and teach kids on where they can find these resources. Because I know that it's like a lot of people, they, they know they're out there, but they don't even know where to start. It's like, yeah. okay, I know I can get help, but how, where, you know, what do I know if they'll accept me or not? So I will focus on teaching kids what happens, like how to get there, how to get from A to B, and you know. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, since you guys are talking about resources, can you give us, like, do you have any information or resources that are available for teens right, like, right now since you guys are talking about mental health and all that? Like, if a teen needs information, do you guys sure. have any right now? We have a website that they built last year called amindonhealth.com. Um, that you can go check out that has a ton of mental health resources uh, for teens. Um, we also are developing a toolkit that they're going to place in schools around um, how to start awareness programs around mental health in their schools. Uh, we also developed um, Chicago Wears Condoms, which is what we have the water bottles um, and wristbands and, and the Snapchat filter for for today. Um, ChicagoWearsCondoms.com. That information has a ton of resources in terms of um, information related to sexual health, um, supporting young people who want to find where to go to get tested, where to go to obtain uh, free contraceptives in their community um, so that they can just look it up right through there um, and go to the website. They can also follow the Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook page. We're always posting medical information related to STI prevention here um, in the city. Um, and we also work, though, um, with a lot of departments in the city. We work with the Department of Public Health. Um, and then we also work with CPS. We actually help CPS with their sexual health curriculum and their sex ed education policy. Um, I know the previous speaker was talking about um, issues that transgender young people are facing. We actually, we, and we were part of the group that helped advocate for the change to the transgender, um, or to the bathroom policy, I should say, um, in support of transgender students um, and the gender they identify. Okay, thank you. So since today's today the party's about like safe sex, do you guys have any tips for teens tonight about safe sex? 
always wear a condom. Okay, <laughs> condom is the number one prevention of it's condom. It's condom is your Superman. Okay, when y'all get in that bedroom, make sure you have a condom in your left pocket. Make sure you get your condom. I don't male condom or female condom. Please do not do both, but just do one, and and, and just. And also, <laughs> and also make sure, like, for the gentlemen out there, is to also have, make sure you get consent, too, as well, because, man, yes. it is rough out here if we don't have consent. Like, make sure you get consent, get a contract or something, write it on paper, <laughs> write it on paper or something. Like, get your consent so you won't be catching that, that case. case. <laughs> <laughs> Condom number one. That's all I got to say. At ChicagoWearsCondoms.com, for free condoms, go there. It'll tell you. All you have to do is put where you live. There's a map built into the site, and you just put where you live, and it'll tell you where you can go by based on where you live or where you go to school um, to obtain a free condom um, near, free condoms in your, in your community. So you don't have to pay for condoms. All right. Do you have anything else? Uh, if you can, birth control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So since you guys are the Mikvah Challenge Team um, Health Council, uh, do you guys have anything in your um, booth that you want? You guys want to say that, that attracts the teens here? Yeah, we've been giving water bottles away with condoms, with condoms and wristbands for Chicago wears condoms and, and some candy. Some candy. Um, some of our young people do have to go soon, so in the interest of trying to be. Um, give away all of our stuff. Basically, if you go to the booth now, it's free water bottles. So just go grab yourself a water bottle if you haven't gotten one yet, or if you want to take one to a friend at school, or you know, a sibling, a friend in the neighborhood, whoever. Go to our booth over there, off to the left, um, and we will give you a free water bottle right now. Just say you want a water bottle um, stuffed with goodies, and we'll give it to you. Cool. We got three of them. Please come. <laughs> and also use the Snapchat filter. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Take a picture with anybody, strangers, get connected, make make new friends. And use that Snapchat Snapchat filter to the best advantage tonight because tonight is a good night. And it's over at 12. The filter is. The filter ends at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since you guys are, we're almost done, um, can you give us any uh, information or resources like where we can find you and what, like, just in case we have more um, questions, where we can find you? Or? Sure. All of our information is on the Mikva Challenge website, www.mikvachallenge.org. Um, and then if you just click on the section that says programs, you'll find Health Council um, under the, under the um, council programs. Um, and all of our contact info is in there, and you can follow up with us. Um, we'll also be, for those of you that are high school students, um, that are currently sophomores or juniors. We'll be opening up the application for students who want to join the Health Council for this summer. It's a seven week, 20 hour a week internship and you get paid. So it's not like you do this work for free. We actually do pay you. We give you bus cards. We feed you every day that you're in the meeting with us. We feed you lunch. That's cool. um, and then during the it's school amazing. year, yeah, and then during the school year, um, you meet for about 12 hours per month. And again, we give you bus cards every time you come to the meeting, and we pay you for, the, for that time as well. So it's a year-round internship, and you get paid. So check out Mikva Challenge. Follow Mikva Challenge on Twitter. They'll have more information about when the application is open um, in March. All right, guys. I just want to say thank you to Steven, Raman, and Max for being able to talk to us about 
um, their information and I'll make what China's team health console. So thank you guys for being here. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thanks thank for you. having us. Yesterday all my troubles You are listening so to Yesterday by the Beatles. Now it looks as though they're here to stay. Oh, I believe in yesterday. Suddenly, I'm not half the man I used to be. There's a shadow hanging over me. Oh, yesterday came suddenly. Why? Asking them a few questions about the organization and their opinions. Okay, so first question: What is the first thing that people should think about when they hear Planned Parenthood? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I would say the first thing that I think people should think of is um, quality reproductive care. Mm -hmm. um, so our clinic focuses and does a lot of different services, um, including things like women's health checkups checkups for men and women, young people, regardless of age, sex, sexual orientation, um, immigration status, right? So we do, we do provide a lot of different services. We also have a really uh, wonderful program where we offer sexual comprehensive sexual health to young people within CPS. And so again, all of our motto really is care no matter what, right? Mm -hmm. And so just making sure that people have access to these things. And so um, our clinics here in Illinois, we're really fortunate where uh, we do provide services at a sliding scale. So regardless of what the income is for a, a person, there's always resources that a person yeah. can access with our clinics. Okay. So what would you say to someone who thinks that Planned Parenthood just it centers on abortion? What would you say to them? Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, to definitely expand their horizons and do a lot more research, right? Our clinics, um, our focus is on a lot of more different things than just abortion, mm -hmm. right? Like I said, our motto really is care no matter what. And when we think of care, we really uh, approach this in a more comprehensive way. So like I said, even from things like yearly exams, checkups for men and women, how really important it is to make sure that we're taking action to check in on our body on a regular basis. So anything from yearly exams to testing to pregnancy testing right, is having those conversations and getting those checkups when you need it without judgment most importantly and so that's really the the what i would say that i should encourage okay. people to think about yeah what advice would you give to children or teenagers what advice that's a really yeah. good question so i particularly love to work with young people and so one of the things that i would really encourage is that um always it's always better to ask questions right that there is no silly question that's out there anything that's on your mind um is definitely something that's worth asking and that um when it comes to your health that um, just to feel empowered about asking those questions and taking ownership um, that that um, you know that you have a voice and that adults are here to help you and help you in any way that it is and at the end of the day um, you know it's always your option and so to feel empowered in making whatever decision it is as it pertains to care okay um what do you think 
of the father's responsibility is during a pregnancy? The father's responsibility? Mm -hmm. So I think that, you know, it's very important to make sure that when it comes to par uh, partnerships and parenting, it looks very different, right? And so for um, whatever that may be, whether it be a same-sex couple, a couple that's not married, whatever that is, that it's important to think that there is not one way to parent. And so I think it's um, definitely very important to make sure that people are having those conversations with their partners um, or significant other and that they're finding the best way to make it work for them. So it's hard for me to say necessarily father is right because then some... Um, households and some relationships isn't necessarily like a male figure or a male father and so just when I think about parenting in the broader sense is just making sure that um, that person has the support that they need and they can always come to our health centers and resources and access education to get those things that they may need. Okay you mentioned something about sure. it being alright for the parents and whatever works for yeah, the parents. Yeah. For the children what do you think is the best um, situation? For the, can you phrase a question? So. Um, if the if the couple is separated, what do you think is the best option for the child? At the end of the day, I, I mean, I think that's a very uh, specific question, and I think every kind of partnership or couple has a very different experience. It's hard for me to say that there's one right option. Again, even in my line of work, it's very important to say, like, there's not one way to parent. There's not one way that it's a good way or a wrong way, really. Everyone does it really differently, and so I would say definitely just having open communication with whichever parties are involved, children, right, spouses, whatever that may look like, siblings, that it looks very different. So I think for me, it's not one clear-cut picture. I think just having communication making sure people's voices are heard and feelings are acknowledged and making sure they can understand what the best arrangement is for them is what I would say yeah okay so peer pressure is a very um, serious issue mm -hmm. especially in relationships these days mm -hmm. so when do you think you should say no and how yeah so you talk, you bring up a very good point so in terms of peer pressure in general what in my line of work I think um, one of the things that we always focus on is just consent, right? And just um, this notion that consent is something that should always be asked. And if it's not given enthusiastically, right, it should never be assumed. And so one of the things that our program uh, really focuses on in helping young people find their voice, helping them feel empowered and encouraged to kind of voice their opinion. And most importantly, that if they have a good instinct feeling to go with that, right? That you should never follow a decision or something just because it's trendy or because a lot of friends are doing it around you. That um, the, the decision that's best for you might not be what your friends are doing or the people around you so just you know realize that your experience your body and all that is very differently and to make that best decision that's for you and not be for anybody else except yourself okay yeah what are some characteristics or red flags that people should look out for in a relationship? Yeah, that's a wonderful question. And so one of the things that I would say as it pertains to, let's say, when it comes to testing, specifically among young people, one of the things we say is that more there is no more communication is better, right? And so let's say two young people are having a conversation, even adults are having conversation around testing, and someone says, hey, I don't want to get tested, or how many people have you been with, or things along those lines, that that's definitely a red flag, right? It should never be like testing is never about let's say something being accusatory or saying that you have a certain perception saying hey we just want to check in on our bodies this is another way for us to kind of um, take ownership of that and be up to date to make sure both of us you know we're both healthy and so I would say um, anytime communication is not kind of uh, it's not uh, in, embraced in, in, a, in, in a relationship or in a partnership it's really important to reevaluate you know how to have those conversations and how to get to a space where you are comfortable in having those things right because it's all about health and well-being at the end of the day so being a worried partner or someone in a relationship sure how do you how should they approach 
like their partner. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think it all comes down to the, like you said, approach, right? And so making sure that no judgment, that conversation is really is established here. Nobody's here to place any values or judgment on anybody. Again, the, the end of the goal here is just to make sure that you're happy, you're healthy, right? And that um, we're able to move forward in that sense. And communication is a very big part of that. I would say definitely just letting them know it doesn't matter your history, your past experiences, things like that. You know, do things because you want to do it and it's for your own good, not for anybody else, right? And so I think that my biggest thing would be, you know, do things for yourself, not, not for anybody else. And when it comes to health, um, I know it's a very taboo topic and many times we're not taught how to go about it, what even questions to ask. And so definitely just to, you know, do these things, seek out resources and come visit organizations like ourselves, like Planned Parenthood, to come seek that information and guidance if at all. Okay, um, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Is there any points that you want to touch on? No, one of the really last things I wanted to bring out is just say that our clinics, we have seven different clinics throughout Chicago, and so if there's any young people or anybody adult, right, that ever needs any services, that we have a lot of different locations throughout the city, and the great thing about our clinics is that we work on a sliding scale, which means that um, at the end of that scale is free, and so if anybody has trouble accessing these resources or paying for them, that they can always come to our clinics, access research to help them, um, pay for that and, and get things like STI testing, checkups for most men and women, birth control, um, and pregnancy tests and things like that. So really definitely want to make sure that people know that we're available, we're here in Chicago and we want to help. So that we're a safe space to do that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Um, if you don't mind saying where someone can reach you. Absolutely. Yeah, great. So um, our clinic, the most centralized one, is going to be in the Loop. So we're located at 18 South Michigan on the sixth floor. Um, so definitely feel free to check out our website, ppil.org, for more information and to sign up if you're interested in any volunteer opportunities. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
Remember, you're listening to Pop-Up Youth Radio from Chicago with love. Follow us on Twitter at Pop-Up Youth Radio for more updates. Guys, it's Pop-Up Youth Radio and we're here live at the National National Museum of Mexican Art. And are you guys ready for twister number two? Okay, shake your booties, get the juices running. Ready to twist? Stretch. Yeah, Giselle, you put your ponytail up. Put it up. Are you guys ready? Put your hair up. About to get in the way. Shout out to the dude in the purple shirt. (laughs) You better come first again this time. Yeah, Yahoo lost last time. Resurrection. You guys ready? This is the last twister we're playing tonight. Last Last twister twister of of the the night. night. So if you want to play, calm down or else. You're not going to be able to play until right. next year. Y'all going to be feeling salty like a french fry. Come on now. Okay. Okay, so the first one is left hand, black heart. Left, left hand, hand, black, black heart. heart. Okay, um, the next one is right hand, broken broke heart. heart. Broken heart. Broken heart. I messed up. Okay, next one is... Right foot, broken heart. Don't forget, guys, you guys are listening to Make Me Cry by Noah Cyrus. Um, guy in the light green pants and gray sh- sweatshirt, yeah, your butt can't be touching the mat. You're not out. Just You're not out. Warning. Yeah. Everyone warning, if your butt touches the mat, then you out. Bounce. Anything other than your feet and your hands. So, girl in the... Flannel, like your knees can't be touching the mat either. Okay, um, next one is right foot, broken heart. Right foot, blue heart. Right foot, blue heart. <laughs> okay, um, left hand, broken heart. Left hand, broken heart. Okay. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's going on? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Technical difficulties. Right foot, red heart. Right foot, red heart. Okay, next we have left foot, red heart. Left foot, red heart. Left hand, black heart. Left hand, black heart. Okay, right hand, broken heart. Right hand, broken heart. All right. Next is right foot, blue heart. Right foot, blue heart. Um, Remember, your knees cannot be touching the mat. Your knees, your butt. Anything other than your hands? Cannot be touching the mat. <laughs> Those are sound effects. Okay, left hand, blue heart. Left hand, blue heart. Okay, right hand, broken heart. Head on black heart. Head on black heart. Head on black heart. Please, 
put your heads on the black hearts. <laughs> if it can't reach, then you fall and you cannot continue. Okay, put your heads up. Put your heads up. We don't want to see the solution. You guys are not good at this. <laughs> All right, next we have right foot, broken heart. Right foot. Okay, we have some followers, multiple followers. Please. Ooh. Oh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. Ooh. Better luck next Sorry. year. Better luck next, next year. <laughs> okay, right hand, black heart. Right hand, black heart. You guys are listening to Hey Y'all by Outcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all don't have to. Y'all can put your head up now. You don't have to put your head. <laughs> yeah, on the that, that was like. It was, that a, was joke. a joke. Yeah. It was a joke. Don't forget, guys. We're live at the National Museum of Mexican Art. For girl, come down now. Hey, hey. Okay. Left hand, blue heart. Is it already there? Left hand, blue heart. Also, don't forget about the mikvah filter, guys. Okay. Left foot. Broken heart. Okay. Ignore it, it's fine. Next. Guys, don't forget that if you're on Snapchat, I know y'all some snappers out there. Get y'all Snapchat out. And take a snap, wipe to the left, and you can get your very own yep. condom filter and go to the booth all the way back over there. The big Look at my beautiful hands. And you can get a free bottle. Okay. Next we have left hand red heart. Left hand red heart. Okay, we have right hand black heart. Right hand black heart. Giselle, I saw you cheating over there. Don't cheat, guys. This is Twister. We can see you from here. Yep. Okay. Um, right foot, blue heart. Right foot, blue heart. Okay. Next is right foot, black heart. Right foot, black heart. Okay. Next, right hand, high five your neighbor's butt. <laughs> We're serious. Do it right now. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that as a joke. <laughs> okay. Next is left foot blue heart. Left foot blue heart. Shake your booties. Please shake your booties or you're out. <laughs> I Girl, I see you. Shake it. <laughs> left foot black heart. Left foot black heart. Okay, right foot, broken heart. Right foot, broken heart. Right hand, broken heart. Right hand, broken heart. Wow, left hand, broken heart. Please put everything on the broken heart. Your whole body gotta be on the broken, on the heart. broken heart. All feet, all hands. And it cannot be sharing a heart. It has to have its separate yeah. hearts. Every single hand, every single foot has to be on a different broken heart. <laughs> okay. Left, left foot, black heart. Left foot, black heart. <laughs> okay. 
Left foot, broken heart. Left foot, broken heart. Sorry, Fallen. Good try. Bye. You did good. Are your left hand still on your back? Right hand on blue heart next to your left foot. Left foot red, left foot red. Left right foot black, right foot, right foot black. Uh, don't forget that we're live at the National right Museum of Mexican Art. Right hand, broken heart. Son lo suficiente para calmar la situación que me está comiendo, nena. Que me mata y me condena. Que me está comiendo, Put your right nena, hand on your head. And put your left foot up. Then put your right foot on a red heart. Red heart. heart. Right foot, red heart. Oh, y'all can't move your hands. And hop up and down. Hop three times. Three times. Okay, put your left foot two broken hearts away from you. Two rows away. Put five your neighbor and then go back to your position. Just touch feet and then go back to your position. Both your right, yeah. Touch both of your feet and go back into position, y'all. Right foot, blue heart. Right hand, grab your right ankle. Jump three times. You have to touch your ankle. Oh, uh, good try. Good, good job, Emilio. Nobody noticed. Right hand, broken heart to your right. Yeah, exactly. Right foot. Red heart. Right foot, red heart. Foot, foot, right foot, red heart. Okay, well, um, th thank you. Thank you for playing. We're done now, but you guys are winners. Thank you for participating. And we'll have a small song break, but coming back, we will have a special speaker.
How's it going tonight, my lovely peeps? I'm Cecilia. Tonight we have this awesome guest, Hugo. Hugo. Yo, it's Hugo. All right, so that's right, our True Start friend. True Start is a nonprofit organization who collaborate with After School Matters and Chicago Public Schools. They provide fun after school activities and ways always have their doors open for the creative teens of Chicago. We are so glad for having you here, Hugo. Do tell, how's the party going for so far for you? Oh man, it's going pretty good, man. I'm, I'm chilling with the peoples. It's good vibes. Y'all having fun, so I'm turning. So we having fun. That's how it is. All right, Hugo. Well, we're going to start off with the common question. Who are you? Well, my name's Hugo Sunchow, and I work for True Star Magazine. Um, and like you said, we're a nonprofit organization, and we come together and we hire the youth to do three different publications for us. They come together and they do our magazine that you guys see. They see. They also do our radio shows that you guys hear us when we're on the radio, and they also run our website, TrueStarIs.com. All right. And any other pro programs you guys do? Um, well, the programs really break down into a couple of different things depending on what you want to do. Um, we have a sales and marketing, graphic design, digital All media, right. photography, freelance writers, regular editorial teams. So it basically just depends on what you want to do. And we're going to bring you in and make you a celebrity. Photography sounds great. That's so, actually what I started in. Nice. Yeah. I started with radio and YOLO, though. But yeah, we ha they have a lot in common. Yeah. So, what, Hugo, what is your message tonight? in YOLO's condom party? Well, the message tonight was safe dating. Like, I know you guys are thinking with safe sex, but safe dating, like, are you 100% sure that you know who you're talking to? Like, In general, are, yeah. Yeah, like, can you tell the difference between uh, abuse in a relationship and abuse isn't always physical? Sometimes it can be mental or sometimes it could be spiritual. Like, what will you accept as a young person in a relationship? What will the next person accept? What are your bay goals, you know? What's bogus or beautiful, you know? Just just a couple of different things. Just trying to figure out and make sure that people know, our, our youth know what safe dating is. So to be able to distinguish between verbal abuse and physical abuse and so on yeah correct? just to just to just to distinguish the things you will accept and what is what is a healthy relationship and show also at the same time what an unhealthy relationship is what it looks like and then that way you know the difference so for dating one of the most uh common things i see is gender roles and hugo what's your opinion do you think we should break them like for example the guy has to pay or the girl has to wear has to wear makeup, a dress, Sh I mean, do you think we should break them? I mean, it's some of the things you shy away from, not all of them though, like, the guy paying, like, I was raised by my mother, you know, so she was like, you know, guys are the provider, like, so I'm still kind of a gentleman, I still open the doors, like, I don't believe in chivalry is dead, but at the, at the same time, you know, to each his own, if we go out on a date and she decided to pay, you know what I'm saying, I can't fight on it, even though I'm not going to like it, but... I'm saying that's what she decided to do. So some rules we can shy away from. If we go out and she don't want to put on makeup, she don't got to put it on for me. I, I love right. you already. You're my like woman that. or you're my girl. So you're not trying to impress me. So be you. So getting into like the deeper stage in relationships, how is it important for teens to know about safe sex? Oh, it's super important. Like, because you can't, it's like you can't tell people don't have sex, you know, because yeah. they're going to do that no matter what. But if you can still do it where they're doing it and they're safe with it, 
that's the most important part because nobody wants to get into a relationship. You, you've been in a relationship eight months and then you come out with a STI or you come out pregnant. Like you don't know if you want to spend the rest of your life with this person. Correct. And for the next 18 years, they're going to be a big part of your life. Or if you have, you know, if y'all got an STI or something like that, like that's going to change our relationship. I'm pretty sure you won't talk to that person anymore, you know. So being safe in the beginning has a, a, a lot of perks. And speaking of STIs, how is it, how important is it for a partner in a relationship to support the other partner in case one of them becomes diagnosed with STIs? Well, it's, it's very it's very important because the support system has to come from somewhere because you know if, if that's a person that you love and they go through something like that and they get it yeah they may have gotten it for somewhere else but you can't just turn your back on them cold I actually have an um, a older brother um, who has HIV and a lot of a lot of his friends his mom or like a lot of people just cut him out like just showed him no love at all so and I was kind of that for him like you can't I just feel like you can't turn your back on people when they need stuff like that because yeah. like you know that's a that's a touchy situation like People need people take their life for, for STIs when they get them because some of them you can't get rid of and they feel like they don't want to have a life after that. So it's a it's a it's a huge role to be there and be supportive of them just to show that they still matter to the world. Yeah, correct. It's like any other disease. Yeah. yeah. And so, any dating tips you have? Dating <laughs> tips? Yeah, I got a couple of dating tips, man. Um, when y'all go out, when when a guy go out, always make sure you being a gentleman. Like, Correct. even if even if she is just like the worst date you ever been on in your life, like just make sure you still remain a gentleman. And for for the ladies, always be a lady. That's it. Just be a lady, cause you're gonna you want you gonna wind up getting what you want anyway, cause you on a date. So he trying to impress you to get what he want anyway. So you gonna win. Just be a lady. Just be a lady. And a, and for the guys, just be a gentleman. It's gonna it's gonna help both of y'all out way further down the line into a more long relationship. Yeah, because if you go... And healthier. Like, like, let's say we go out, right? Like, me and you, we go out, and I never hold a door before you or nothing. You're like, man, this guy is really a pig, but I'm really <laughs> not like that. Like, I just didn't do that when we went on the date because I didn't decide to. But if I would have been a gentleman from the whole time, you'd have been like, oh, my God, he's such a sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> and for... This is a common question I got, and I was, like, asking a few people before we got into this interview. What are some questions you guys have? And one of the one that most one of the questions that most came up was, what do you do when you're friends with someone and you like that person, but you don't know how to break it to them, and at the same time you don't want to dis them yeah. to distance themselves from you. You don't want the friendship to end. Okay. How what what are some tactics? Okay. Now this is a now this is one I can give that I can give out because sometimes I find myself in this, myself in this situation. You know. Um. You just got to be honest with yourself and with them. Really, like, but you got to do it in a way where, you know, it doesn't come off like, man, you was my friend this whole time just to be, just to try to get something, or, you know what I'm saying, just to, to eventually make it to something else, because a lot of times it doesn't happen like that. Like, yeah. you can literally just be a genuine friend with somebody and get to know them and then start liking them, you know? So, um, you just got to tell them, you got to be, you got to, you got to be 100, like, hey, look, I didn't plan on liking you. This wasn't what it started as, but I do. I know you may not see, seem like it that way, and that's cool. I want to try to work on it. If you don't, that's cool, too, because we're still friends. Because you still got to value that friendship at the end of the day. You know, that's still a person that you care about. I, I went, I went, I've been through this a couple of times. Like, and, some, and sometimes they leave you alone, you know, and sometimes you still make it work because that's your friend. You still care. Yeah. You know? And what happens when that person doesn't? work it out they distance themselves from you what should be a step that our teens our youth should do then okay 
the next thing you do is you take a step back from the situation, you brush yourself off, and you go on to the next. You keep moving forward. Why? Because there's a million people on the planet. Like, it's more than a million people. It's a billion or billions and billions. Plenty so just because just this one told you no, and that one, over told, that one over there told you no, it's one waiting to tell you yes. That's all. Just keep, just keep moving forward. Somebody's going to say it. And what are some tips you have for our teens that belong to the LGBTQ community um, on Valentine's Day? For Valentine's Day. For Valentine's Day? Go big or go home. <laughs> just like any other regular couple would do. There is no difference. You just love. That's what I believe in, so it's no difference. If, you, if, if I was with my girl and I'm going big or go home and I, and I see a couple, you know what I'm saying, in the LGBT, you know, you better go. You better be doing more than I'm doing because <laughs> if you're not, your partner looking at you mad because, look, he doing too much. I need you to do the same thing. Like, we in competition now. That's all it is to me. I love people, so if that's what they do, hey, Correct. it's cool. And for those who are, the question was more into the, the fact that many of them aren't accepted still today, mm -hmm. still in the 21st century. Many of them are still having Shy. trouble... Yeah, like mm -hmm. confessing their feelings, let's say, to the person they like. And the person they like might not be part of that community. Mm -hmm. The person might be straight. And they're having trouble coping with that. What are some tips then? Okay, so tips for people who are coping with that. Mm. Love yourself first. If you love yourself first, no matter who you are, they're going to reciprocate it the same way. Yeah, they're saying no now because they're not on the same level, but see if they got some friends or something. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always communicate with yeah, those just, friends. Just, just, but don't take it, don't take it as, as, as it being a bad thing or being the end of the world. Just breathe. Take your time because it's, it's somebody for everybody. It really is. Yeah. And last but not least, one final question for you, Hugo. What are some special gifts, some unique original gifts, for Valentine's Day, for that special someone, some tips, some ideas. Um, music's always great. Art's always great. Picnics. It's going to be the wintertime in Chicago, so. <laughs> but you can do a picnic in your living room. True. You know, um, Hulu, Netflix, you know, things like this. For me, as long as we spend <laughs> time together, you know, I ain't got a lot of money. I mean, I work, you know, but come Very on, true. we got bills to play. So we're going to go Netflix and chill right quick. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's Valentine's Day. <laughs> All right, Hugo. That was a wonderful interview. Thank you so much for being here. No problem. Thank you for having us. True Star is definitely in the building, and we appreciate y'all for having us. I hope we come back a couple of times. My name's Hugo. I love, I love Mexican. I love history. I love Hispanic history. So I definitely love it, the fact that I'm even in the building. Thank you so much, Hugo. No problem. And once again, remember, you're listening to Pop-Up Youth Radio, broadcasting live from the Museum of Mexican Arts in our crappy sucking Tines condom party. We hope you guys enjoyed this, and we're going to go off to some music. Thank you so much for listening to us.
Sadly, Papa E Radio is done with its transmission. But don't worry, we'll be transmitting our beautiful voices soon. Yay! So stay tuned and follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at Papa U Radio. This show was recorded live at the Crappy Suckentine's Day condom party on Friday, February 10, 2017. Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.